Ernest, what's up? Y'all know I'm big on doing your research, sharing your research, and giving credit to where you found the research. But I always get asked the same question. Where do I start with the research? And the answer is easy. It's our sponsor, Yahoo Finance. Whether I'm tracking the daily movement of my favorite companies, doing technical analysis with their easy-to-use charting platform, or checking balance sheets, Yahoo Finance makes something very complex simplified. For more than 25 years, Yahoo Finance has been the brand behind every great investor. Whether you're a seasoned investor or you're looking for extra guidance, Yahoo Finance gives you all the tools and data you need in one place. They're the number one finance destination producing a holistic look at the financial news cycle, including breaking news, original editorial perspectives, analyst ratings, independent research, customizable charts, and so much more. You could actually securely link your brokerage accounts for a unified view of your wealth, including your 401k and other investments. A comprehensive perspective is what sets apart great investors. And it's how Yahoo Finance ensures you have the insight to look at your wealth in its entirety. With a community of over 90 million users each month, their real strength is helping you on your way to financial success. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit the brand behind every great investor, yahoofinance.com. The number one financial destination. That's yahoofinance.com. You heard me, yahoofinance.com. Don't wait, don't hesitate. I use it. You should go over there and start using it now. I want to start. I want to start with this Bank of America thing because that's very controversial. Got a lot of attention. Shout out to MG the Mortgage Guy. He posted it. I reposted it. Then there's a whole episode about it. So check that episode out for more context. But Bank of America launches zero down mortgage program for Black and Hispanic first time home buyers. Do you think this will be good in the long term for us or harmful? And let me just say and correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe it wasn't necessarily for Black or Brown. Mm-mm. It was just for neighborhoods. And it's for minority people, but it's it's more it's more geared towards the actual neighborhood, which the neighborhood could be our black and brown neighborhoods. But mm-hmm. it's not necessarily that you have to be black and brown. Is that correct? Yeah, I think the incentives was to create more first time home buyers, and so some of the the barriers that have been stopping in the black and brown community has been down payment things like that. So the program was just for first time home buyers to try to alleviate the wealth gap. We know that. A lot of the wealth gap was separated from the 50s to, I mean, the 40s and 50s to now because of uh, the the equity in homes and home ownership. And so that was something that we were alienated from, even the effects of it have felt now today. So this was like the program's idea was based on that. Now, the location part is like, those are some of the criteria. And so there's a there's a, a few of them. I'm, I'm going to run down. You know, I know you want to say something just really quickly. So it's going to allow first-time home buyers to purchase a home with no down payment, no mortgage insurance, and zero, zero closing costs. But there are some criterias for it, right? So the first thing is you have to be credit worthy. There's no specific credit score to be in the program, but you have to be credit worthy. So that they're going to look, are you paying your bills on time? Are you paying your light bill, your uh, electricity bill? But there's no specific credit score. So I know like in traditional lending, it's like, yo, you got to have a 520 or you got to have a 650 um, to qualify for some program. So there's no specific score, but you have to be credit worthy. The other part is um, that the eligibility is going to be based on your income and the location of the property. And so that's where the, the that property, yeah, that's, that's where the property, neighborhood. yeah, it depends on where you're going to do it at. And so they're going to use the credit guidelines. Like I said, timely rent, utility bills, phone and auto insurance payments to determine how credit worthy you are. The other part is that you have to complete, right? Before you can even be a part or considered, you have to complete a home buyer 
certification course provided by uh, the Bank of America and HUD approved uh, housing counseling partners before you can even submit for the loan application. So, so those are the things that you have to do in even in order to even be a part of the program. So I just want to give everybody the complete information on it. Um, the, the parts of it that I do like is that it is going to give people a chance who may not have, like you said, have the money for the down payment to become a home owner. That part I do like a program like this has been done in my hometown um, of East Chicago, Indiana. So that part I'm in love with. The part that I'm worried about are two things. Number one, possibility for gentrification. So the credit worthiness part is a part, because if there's no transparent guidelines to the consumer base for what is needed, what if some applicants get turned down and it de- you're deemed not credit worthy, but people, let's say California, New York, if our communities don't get access to these loans and these areas get gentrified at a faster rate, that is a cause for concern for me. And then given that we're in a downturn, they haven't announced that we're officially in a recession. 2023, they probably will. I don't want in 2024, the housing collapse to be blamed on us as it was in 2007 and 2008. Anyone who's been in the financial industry knows for the longest time, that when these mortgages were created, bonded up, they were using in swap trading and derivatives trading. It was not the home buyer's fault for accepting the loans because if you went through underwriting and your loan was accepted, that is a responsibility of the bank, the underwriter and the institutions, but you always need a fall guy in these situations. So those are my two concerns about it. On a surface level, I like it, but never historically has most banks or institutions ever done something for our communities and there was not a catch to it. I do like Bank of America as a company. I do like it as a stock. I do like Brian Moynihan, the CEO. He's been fantastic over the last 14, 15 years that he's been in. But those are my two concerns that I have about the program. I got I got two concerns as well. Two, so when you hear, no, I, when it says credit, credit worthiness, I worry about what the interest rate will be, right? Because Based on your credit score will determine how you you know what the interest rate will be. So when credit worthiness doesn't really tell me where I'm gonna fall at if I'm in this program, if I'm selected. The other part is that when you say no down payment, that just means that the home loan is gonna cover the entire value of the property. Mm-hmm. Right. And so the person that would have put 20% down, obviously they're gonna have lower payments. Whereas now, if the entire thing is covered inside the value of the home. The four hundred thousand dollar home is now going to cost you maybe five thousand dollars a month to pay the mortgage. That's tough, right? Now, if somebody while interest can't, rates are going up, while interest rates are going up, mm-hmm. which will lead long term if we can't afford it to more defaults, right? And so, like now, how does that how does that affect us long term, right? We default on that home. We were in this program. Who gets right? So, who gets the opportunity to now see some of the opportunities of buying these homes, who are from people who were once in this program? So those are like two of the things that I'm looking long term. I'm like, yeah, I, I kind of need to hear the details, especially on the interest rate. And especially if, let's say, in two or three years, there's a 12 percent default rate in 2030. The talking point is going to be, well, we tried this before and it didn't work and it failed. I wish they would have done this when interest rates were at zero. And then now your mortgage rate was like 2.1%, 2.5%. Even at 5.5, most people can't handle it. If we get back to 8%, like how we were in 2008, it is going to be disastrous, especially with what's the average rental price in New York now? 4,300 in Manhattan. So yeah. if you're getting a house 
it's nine hundred thousand. It's going to eat into like forty or fifty percent of your income. Even even if you are making mid six figures, I wish they would have done this sooner. I really do. Um, I know Matt I know. probably thought I was going to go crazy, but <laughs> try to keep it calm. Well, they have similar programs. I mean, NACA is something that we've covered before. I know Matt has talked about that before. And that is a program that is actually very similar to this. Um, if you really look at the framework of it, uh, it's very strenuous as far as to get through the program. But NACA is a program that you can actually um, buy a home with no clo- no down payment, no closing costs, no like anything really. Um and you know your credit score doesn't really have to be that great, but you have to go through like a long list of things. You have to go through a class, like even a class they that is very similar to NACA. So it's not something that I think is um, you know, too Predatory. much different than yeah. what is already kind of already in place in a lot of different places. It's just that, you know, Bank of America put forth that's why it made such attention because mm-hmm. obviously they're the second biggest, I believe the second biggest bank in America outside of Chase. So that's that's real big that Bank of America did it. But there's already kind of programs like that in place. Um uh, but you know it also Bank of America had a lot of uh backlash a few months ago um with a story that came out that we actually published that mm-hmm. went viral where they were declining black people for refinancing at a much higher rate than they were declining white people for refinancing. So I don't know, maybe this is a, a way to kind of, you know, Offset clean that. up some of that, Change some of that um, negative uh, publicity that they received. Um, I don't know, but you know, we'll see. I think it's always beneficial whenever you can try to get people in, in homes, but um, you know, it's also, you know, people have to be ready to, to be in a home as well. So, you know, it doesn't make, any sense to just get a house and not have any money because anything can happen, anything go wrong. And, um, you know, you don't want to put yourself in a burden Mm -hmm. where you have a home and now you're just working just to pay your mortgage. That's kind of like, you know, defeating the purpose in a sense, because that's what most people do. And I spoke about this a few years ago when we were in LA and I said that most people, for most people buying a home, is not the right thing to do. And then people didn't fully understand what I was saying, but I was saying that, you know, I was a financial advisor for 12 years and I saw where a lot of people would cash out their 401ks. They would liquidate their um, savings account. They would take all the money that they had and to buy a home. And they think that they're doing something beneficial, but in reality, you don't have enough money to buy the home. So now you're, you're just struggling just to make ends meet. You depleted all your, all your investment, all your savings. Mm-hmm. And now every single month you're working just to maintain that mortgage and to pay the taxes and to keep the upkeep on the house. That's not a path to wealth. Yeah, of course, the home will probably appreciate over the course of time. But I mean, hopefully if you're and, in the right area and Man, in, all, in all reality, in that situation, it probably would have been more beneficial to rent and use that money to invest, use that money to start a business and mm-hmm. have more wiggle room. So that's a more advanced conversation that we can have down the line if people are interested in it. But um, everybody's situation is different. But don't be house rich and cash poor yes. because Say that's again, not please. that's not a recipe to build wealth. It's not. No, I was going to say, and there's, there's still costs that are associated, even if you don't have the down payment, like Underwriting fees are still something that you're gonna have to pay for. Appraisals are still something you're gonna have to pay for. Titles uh, fees. There's there's still fees associated with having a house outside of just the down payment. 
and yeah. mortgage. I mean, the mortgage insurance. So there's still fees and associated. So, yeah, exactly. All right. Well, the, the, only, the, only, the last point that I want to make and to tie back into what you guys were saying, um, houses are a product of the bank. So just because you own a house, it does not mean that it is the best investment for you. Please get it at a great interest rate. Please get it in an area in which appreciates. If you just need to go to Google or ask next week on the show, which areas are best to invest in? Because I don't want you guys to hope that your property value is going to go up and you're in an area where it does not accrue a lot of growth in that area. But when we talk about the American dream, the white picket fence, um, it being a good investment, when that doctrine was originally written, that was from the perspective of the bankers who were selling houses and the mortgages that go with a house is not a good investment un unless you are in an area with low value and it grows tremendously. You get it at a great deal or you eventually sell at home. So I don't want you to be deceived by marketing or propaganda that you should get a home just because. So, yeah, thank you for pointing that out, Rashad. There's nothing wrong with renting. Yeah, I, I rented for years. Yeah. Um, not because I had to, because I wasn't in a hurry to not rent. It's better and, use the capital, put it elsewhere. Exactly. Exactly. And it could be a write off for your business as well. Um, that's another conversation. My graduates from my school being Forbes. Backdrop. Backdrop. <laughs> a mic drop. Backdrop. Backdrop. <laughs>